And welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour. This is episode eight, title yet to be determined. <clears throat> My name is Nick. I'm joined by Josh, the sick one. What's up, guys? I'm feeling <laughs> a little rough today, so excuse the uh, excuse the voice, but it's all right because I have taken a low-grade beaver tranquilizer, so it's okay. He tried to get a high-grade beaver tranquilizer, and turns out that that's a controlled item. <laughs> but uh, Not... Not allowed. It's not allowed. Uh, matter of fact, <laughs> there may have been a slight foot pursuit when he was running away from the high-grade beaver tranquilizer guy. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. It's horrible. This is a horrible intro. This is why you don't let me do things. I know. I was listening. I was listening. I was like, where's this story going? And I'm like, absolutely nowhere. <laughs> absolutely nowhere. And also, this beaver tranquilizer is not working. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think yeah, I got shipped. So. Dude, I think I did get ripped off, right? I know. I was like, I want the good stuff, man. You're telling me you can't buy medicine out of a dude's trunk anymore. What kind of world do we live in? <laughs> An FDA controlled one? I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah, good, good call. <laughs> so <sighs> yeah, I'm feeling feeling a little uh, little rough, but it's all right. We still wanted to record anyway, and uh yeah talk about what we talk about and i think we got a pretty fun episode because nick for the first time ever uh we actually like wrote out and structured an episode it's probably doesn't still come off the same way but at least we know what we're doing (laughs) right the audience audience might not but we know we know did did you notice that we structured it you guys still talked about random stuff yeah but it wasn't random to us yeah, it was random. Like it says in the structure, random stuff. Random. Talk about random stuff. <laughs> Talk about hop water for thirty minutes. <laughs> for thirty <laughs> minutes, because we didn't actually read the news. Hey, we did get our we did get our very first email, so that's exciting. Yeah, but I feel like that should come at the end of the show. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. A little, little teaser. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just saying. It <clears throat> so if you, make it, if you make it all the way to the end of the episode, maybe you'll hear it. If you don't listen all the way through the end of the episode, then I guess you'll just never know. You'll never know. And then you can email us and tell us how mad you are. <laughs> can you please front load emails? I don't want to listen to the entire show. So. <laughs> oh, man. So we decided... For this episode, anyway, that we're going to talk eventually about our personal favorite games of the year and music of the year and what we're most looking forward to in 2022, which seems like a perfect, perfect way to end, uh, you know, in the year. Yeah, because this will be the last episode. Uh, I think our next one, actually, I'm looking. Our next one will actually get recorded on the <coughs> second. <coughs> nice. <coughs> Excuse me. Don't die. <clears throat> One second. Trust me, he's fine. He's not getting kidnapped. It'll be okay. If he is getting kidnapped, we'll just have to call Liam Neeson. And maybe he can rescue him. Because I can I apologize, guys. I am I'm not dead. <laughs> I'm not dead. I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead. Chicken chaser. A chicken chaser. That is from Fable. How was your uh, How was your Christmas, dude? 
it was good, man. Uh, it, was, it was fun. We uh, went to my sister's house and hung out and opened up presents. And uh, my daughter absolutely flipped out when she opened up the, uh, the Encanto dollhouse that I got her, which is this new Disney movie that she likes. Uh, she like, she like laid on top of the box after she opened it and then spun around on her back on top of the box, like a nineties break dancer while she was screaming. <laughs> Good, it was man. hilarious. And she was like, I didn't know you were going to get me this. She absolutely flipped out. And yeah, man, uh, we, she played with that thing all the time and got like her Barbie dolls and just, you know, all about the kids. Yep. A lot of fun. Absolutely. And my sister, dude, like I didn't think I was going to get any vinyls this year because I didn't ask for any. Um, and nobody really buys me vinyls like for Christmas or anything. So you should buy all the ones I want. But my sister totally got me the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, dude. And it's like this really cool, like red and gold swirl. Um, yeah. And it's freaking sweet. It's awesome. Good. Well, I'm glad you had a good one, dude. Yeah, man. <clears throat> what about what about you? How did your gift exchange go? Uh, it was good. Um, we normally do the Christmas Eve thing, but, uh, we have a, a one-year-old. And so when the one-year-old sleeps, everybody sleeps. Cause that's the only time you're going to get it. And, uh, so we did the Christmas day thing and it was good. Uh, kids are definitely, they definitely had a good time. Uh, my son decided that as soon as we were done opening gifts that he was going to take everything to his room and rip it all out of the cardboard to include things that required instructions. And then he uh-huh. would lose the instructions, therefore rendering everything useless. Um, <laughs> so there's that, you know, uh, and then just trying to corral him and be like, you don't need to open every item right now. Literally open one thing at a time, play with it. When you're done, put it away and then you can open something else. And uh, he, he, he's having a hard time with that concept. So I want to open all of the things all of yeah. the time. You got a, you got this like big hot wheels tower thing, you know, it's like some tower and you put your hot wheels in there and they go down like the track or whatever. And that is still in the box. And like last night at like 8 PM, he was like, uh, can we put this together? And I was like, no, <laughs> no. And he's like, why? And I was like, because it's late. And you literally have like a thousand other things you could be playing with right now that you ripped out of the package. Like, go play with those <laughs> things. But I want to play with this. No. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Yeah, I had to, <clears throat> I had to corral Lily a little bit too. Um, you know, because that's like I don't know. I feel like this is just a kid thing. Like they open up a gift and then they see what they want. They get excited about it. They want to open it right, right that second. Like, hey, let, let's stay focused. We got like. We're going to be here all night if you don't keep opening gifts right now. <laughs> yeah. That's what we had to do with him. Before we even started unwrapping gifts, I was like, all right, we had to lay down ground rules because he would just grab every gift, rip it open real quick and move on to the next one. He's he's all about like speed, right? Uh-huh. I was like, no, because then you don't know what you got. You don't know who it's from. And so we're going to take turns. Your sister's going to go, then you're going to go. And we're going to take turns. And if we don't, if you stop taking turns, we're going to stop opening gifts. Like, if you stop taking turns we're gonna wrap you okay yes so you in the corner it was so hard for him you could tell because he would have another gift in his hand and he'd be playing with the paper and i'd look at him like you can't open it you just opened one at your sister's chair and you got away he'd have his finger like under the seam oh that's so funny yeah oh man that's hilarious how old is he now uh he's seven he'll be eight 
uh, in March. Yeah, so or he's April. just bar- or April. Barely, he'll be barely older April. than my daughter. Yeah, yeah, but uh, That's he such was... a fun age though. You speak for yourself. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun ninety percent of the time. We were at my sister's house, so I was like, "Hey, go crazy." Yeah, it's not fun when it's your own house. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, pretty pretty standard Christmas, pretty quiet. And, uh, you know, we did the whole standard Christmas dinner ham thing, which, oh, by the way, he did not eat any dinner. That fool ate like two pieces of ham and said he was full. I was like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh, Why? I, because he was eating candy canes and chocolate and nerds and everything else all day. <laughs> it's Christmas. And I'm like, I'm trying to be nice. And then he ate two pieces of ham. Ugh. That's hilarious. So mad. What kind of ham? Like honey glazed? Uh, I don't know. It's one of those like it was so it was already like pre-cooked and then you just do like the, you put it in the oven, you warm it up, put the glaze on there type thing. Nice. That sounds delicious. Yeah. D- didn't have time to do like a fresh ham or anything like that. And then uh, a lot of the glazes have cinnamon in them and my one-year-old is allergic to cinnamon. So we I had to make my own glaze, uh, which turned out okay. Oh, really? But, your your daughter's allergic to cinnamon? Yeah, she can't. She can't. She like if it even touches her skin, she breaks out. Oh, dang, yeah. dude! I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That is news to me. I'm sorry about that. No, that's fine. I mean, uh, my wife's sister is also allergic to cinnamon, so it makes sense. That would suck. I love cinnamon. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it sucks. She'll never be able to enjoy French toast. <laughs> man yeah are you allergic to anything i don't think that have we ever talked about that i don't think we have. Uh, no i don't think i don't think i am actually i don't think i'm allergic, allergic to, to uh you're allergic to, to cheap anything cheap that's why you're yeah. fancy yes <laughs> yes the the cheap things in life they hurt me they hurt me <laughs> ew gross i'd like ew. to spend th- at least three times more ew. sir but why you why why must I play the standard ed- edition of this game? When I play it, I feel cheap. <laughs> I played this game with no DLC. Ugh. I'm what do you a- mean? There's no digital goods attached to this purchase. I am such a heathen. <laughs> oh oh yeah. man, it's uh, that's funny. But yeah, Christmas was good. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it was it was fun and relaxing and. Other than me getting uh, like under the weather half, you know, in the middle of the Christmas uh, season, it was fun for me. Also, also that phrase is weird to me. Who decided that when you're not feeling well, it's you should say that you're under the weather. Like, aren't you always under the weather technically? I mean, unless the skies are clear, in which case you're not under anything. Right. I'm just saying that's just such a weird phrase. But I think weather only only applies like doesn't apply when it's sunny, right? Because that's not weather. That's just, you know, sun. I think they only apply the term weather if you're going to have like clouds or something out of the ordinary is going to happen. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. And besides all those guys, they just get paid to make stuff up anyway. It's going to snow. No, it's not. It's going to snow. No, it's not. All right. It's going (laughs) to snow tomorrow. Maybe. I'm not a meteorologist. I'm not a scientist. I'm really not. Right. <laughs> they're they're like the fortune tellers of my you know day. 
They uh, look at the weather. Is it going to rain? And it says no. And then you get to work and it's just straight downpour. And you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, somebody well, read the cards wrong. Incorrect. <laughs> Next slide. That's funny. But yeah, I right. like it. That's a. Uh, that's pretty much it for me. That's awesome. On the, on the Christmas front. I'm going to mute myself for one sec so I can blow my nose and we can uh, keep talking about whatever we're going to talk about. All right. All right. Talk about all something. Right, all right. All right. <clears throat> At least he's polite. If I was going to blow my nose, I probably wouldn't even hit mute. <laughs> oh, one of us has to be the better person. Hey, you all should email us and tell us what you did for Christmas. That'd be dope. Or if you have most anticipated games or music for the next year, that would be even better. It's the MHH podcast at gmail.com. The MHH podcast at gmail.com. Remember, you can send emails. We'll read them probably at the All end right. of the show. Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. All right. Um, well, so. I'm back. Speaking of vinyls, man, our next segment is called On the Record. Um, that's right. Yeah. Uh, we decided and, to name things because that's going to be fun. Yeah. And in this segment, we're going to talk about like pre-orders or, or any new vinyls we got. And uh, I was able to point you towards a pretty cool pre-order. That you were. And I'm actually like... I usually like the things you send me, but this one in particular, um, I was really excited about. And I think it was just the uh, the subject matter of the song, like really got my attention for like the one that's currently out. Um, so you sent me the information for the new Dashboard Confessional. And it's going to be their <clears throat> ninth studio album, I believe, when I looked it up. Um, and yeah, I listened to their single called Here's to Moving On. And it was phenomenal i listened to that song probably like four or five times in a row just you know you ever do that where you like start a song and you're halfway through and you're like i have to restart this because i wasn't appreciating the song enough <laughs> yeah i do it all the time exactly so i did that and listened to it like five times through and i was like i'm pre-ordering this album immediately um so yeah i really appreciate you turning me on to that and not only that but the the one that you sent me in particular was probably like one of the coolest looking vinyls um that I've seen in a while. Like it's, you can kind of describe what it looks like, um, but it was really rad. Yeah. It's kind of like a, isn't it like a yellow, like it's not yellow and black, is it? No, it's um, I thought it was like a dark green. Well, hold on. Let's pull it up. We can pull it up real quick. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh no. Oh, I don't know how to computer help. Ah, let's see. Dashboard. Dashboard confessional. Come on, auto complete. Oh my god, I I hate my computer. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. No, you don't. Right. Let's see. Uh, oh, they have a different. So, man, I'm on the wrong website, but they have a different exclusive as well. Oh boy. So they have the. So the one you got, and then they have a black and red variant uh, off yeah, their the, personal website. <clears throat> yep. And then there's like the, uh, 
the website you sent me the link to is like a green one and it had like almost like little um i'm gonna say like little raindrop patterns kind of on the top of the vinyl like little yeah. little circles yeah made, that- it, made it look really cool yeah, it was like a green, like an off green. I I don't know. I thought it kind of looked yellow, but that that could just be me. That was the one you ordered, right? Yes. Yeah. But now that I know there's a second variant, <laughs> um, you want to you want to own all of the dashboards. All of the dashboards. So many confessionals. So many confessionals. <laughs> Listen, dashboard. I'm sorry. I bought too many records. Please forgive me. <laughs> just. Between you and I, um, when does this come out? Oh, and this one comes out uh, February. 25. Yeah. Yeah. Feb- Feb- February. February. Feb- Feb- February. 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 You know, English is hard. English is hard, man. <laughs> so are there any other uh, pre-orders or uh, records that you were really excited about? Uh, yeah, there's quite a few, man. Like I, um, what what else did I pre-order? So I pre-ordered that. That's probably the only actual pre-order I've done, but there's other ones that I'm on the fence about. So there's, um, this, this old school punk band, um, called the refused and they're doing like a a 25th anniversary re-release on King's road merch of songs to fan the flames of discontent that record. And I kind of want to pre-order that. I haven't done it yet, but I want to get that one. Um, what else was I looking at? Let me pull up my list here because I had them all. Oh, yeah. There's a new Huntington's record that I want to pre-order, which is really cool. They're like they're like a Christian version of the Ramones. Um, okay. Yeah. Like they actually redo a lot of Ramones songs in the Ramones style. Like they're just incredibly cool. So their record, Plastic Surgery, is getting re-released. Um, let's see what else here. Those are the main ones I was, I thought nothing super stand out at this particular time. Um, yeah, I kind of want to get the boxcar racer one as well, but I think you already pre-ordered that one. Which one? The boxcar racer. Um, the one off of the to the stars media website that comes to like the signed poster. Didn't you pre-order that a while let ago? Me, let me see. Is it? An exclusive uh, color? Yeah, it's like red, white, and black tri-stripe. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, and it's it's signed. Uh, yeah, it comes with like a signed something. Yeah. And you, you were like, you were like, I love Tom DeLonge. I must own this. And I was like, Nick, calm down. Yeah, it comes with a signed screen printed poster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I record, did pre-order that. The record is really cool, though. Yeah, that's also a really good record. When uh, when does that one come out? So I have this problem where I'll pre-order something and not look at the release date. May, wait, originally released. No. When does it come out? I think it comes out next year, but I don't. Early twenty twenty two. So I don't even give you a date. So that means I won't get it until like the end of twenty twenty two. Early twenty twenty two. So it's like November. <laughs> November. Yeah. yeah, so that's kind of what I've been pre-ordering is um, not necessarily new pre-orders, but just stuff that I'm like, yeah, I really want to get this. Like, it's just so bad, man. You, you start looking and you will find something that you want to buy, like 100%. Didn't you say there was a, a new Sum 41 re-release? Oh, yeah. That's the other one that I, I want to get to. So, yeah, um, 
Thank you for reminding me about that. Yeah, does this look infected? So for record store day this year, I think it was like around November 20th, whatever day Black Friday was this year, they released four variants of does this look infected, like a green, uh, a green, a blue, a red, and a yellow, I think, with like the swirl pattern. And they yeah. were Canada exclusives. So the only place I've been able to find those since they released is on Amazon. And they're a little pricey, but I, I still think it's worth it. I mean, they're not, it's not terrible. They're like 50 bucks um, instead of, you know, the usual like 30 for a record. But. Yeah, little, little $20 plus the shipping though. So once you hit ship from Canada, add $20 to that. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I haven't pulled the trigger on that yet. Cause I, I like that record, but it's like, um, I could get one record or I could buy three. Yeah. I could get one record or I could buy three. Mm-hmm. But it is really cool that they re-released it. I just wish that it wasn't a Canada exclusive, and I wish that uh, um, I wish Blame they like, actually Canada. were Canada. Ah. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Canada. It's the Maple Leaf State, Canada. Oh, Canada, it's great. Welcome to Canada. I feel like I should plug Five Iron Frenzy here with their song Canada. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> that uh. song is fantastic. Love it. Let's see. Yeah, I I have not really been doing any any pre ordering of the vinyls minus the dashboard professional one that I saw pop up. Right. Uh, and I found that one in a really weird way. It was through YouTube. Yeah. So that happens sometimes though. Where like there's a band that you like or a band that you know about and you know, all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, they have a new CD and it's just like, it's, it's on your radar, just out of nowhere. And you're like, Oh, this is cool. Yeah. Yep. I, <laughs> I didn't even know that they had a new track out on Spotify. This just popped up on YouTube and a link under the video was like uh, pre-order our exclusive vinyl here. And I clicked it and I was like, dope pre-order. Okay. Now I can tell Josh. <laughs> Now I can tell him I got to order mine first. Got to make sure I get the super limited edition. Then I tell Josh, that's how we do things. Yes. I, I, I would do the same to you. I would expect nothing You've less. You've literally done it. And then I'm like, oh, I can't get the one you got. And you're like, sorry, man, I had to pre-order mine first. <laughs> I'm like, I pre-ordered mine. I waited three days and then I texted you and I couldn't believe they were sold out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I waited three days. They said there was only going to be 300, but I figured I had at least three days. I had a, at least three days, man. Yeah. So this is, this is one of those weeks where I'm, I'm honestly kind of glad there wasn't like a ton of stuff being shoved in my face for new things I wanted. Cause uh, yeah, I was like, I needed to pump the brakes a little bit on vinyl purchases. Yeah. You just kind of went crazy. It's like this vinyl and this vinyl and this vinyl and this vinyl. Hey, you, you get a vinyl, you get a vinyl. <laughs> I mean, a lot of my vinyls are still in the, the shrink wrap, like just haven't really had the time to sit down and listen to them and, I'm not going to listen to it. I, I'm not going to pull it out of the wrap. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of what I do. Like when I'm ready to listen to one, I unwrap it. Um, and what I think what I decided I'm going to do eventually is I'm going to get <clears throat> those. Uh, you can buy outer sleeves for your records to protect them. So I think I'm going to do that eventually because some people like kind of slit the side of the shrink wrap where they can slide the record out and the shrink wrap is still <clears throat> excuse me still on it um mm-hmm. but uh i don't really like doing that so i'm just going to take the shrink wrap off mine and then i'll get a protector for you know the ones that are open later 
Yeah, if you do that, I feel like you're one of those people who would be like, it's unopened. Pay me the unopened price for this super rare record. And then you get it and the shrink wrap slid open. And you're like, this liar. Uh, this liar. Right. Or some people like cut open the, the side just to check the color. If they're like never played, just opened it to see the variant. And it's like, yeah, but you took away half the fun of the record. It's like half the fun is opening it. Yeah. And then you touched it with your greasy little hands. You looked at it and I'm so mad. <laughs> you devalued it by peeping at it. You're a dirty, dirty person. <laughs> I bought one from somebody once that was <clears throat> open like that. He's like, just open to check the color. And I was like, all right. Well, I'm still paying you the use price. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shouldn't have opened it, fool. I'm like, you, I'm like, you jerk. How dare you? <clears throat> Excuse but me. Yeah. All right. Well, Excuse me. I don't know. Well, there's so we were talking the other day and you really like Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> I do. That was a vinyl I was going to buy. And you got really. Yeah, I think I touched the sore spot on your. Heart. Yeah. So, so this next segment, and it may not appear in every show, but we're going to have to agree to disagree because I think Jimmy Eat World is just straight trash. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm like, I was so shocked. I'm just, I was like, well, I think it's because you're like, yeah, I'm going to buy this Jimmy Eat World album. And I'm like, I, I was like, I fucking hate Jimmy Eat World with a passion. And you were like, what? I was like, come again. I was like, come up, come up. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because it wasn't only Jimmy Eat World, because like I, I'm not saying that, you know, I love all of their CDs like collectively, I was saying, or the records, but I'm like, I'm gonna buy Jimmy Eat World Bleed American, which is oh like, man, that record know. is just hot garbage. There's not a single <laughs> good track on that record. Like if they never it wasn't that their debut album. Yeah, it was the one that has the middle on it and sweetness. Yeah, that song is trash. Also, sweetness is even worse trash. So, like, in my opinion, they should have never released that album, and then therefore they wouldn't be a band, and I wouldn't have to hate them. And I wouldn't have. So, really, really, what you're saying is this is Jimmy E. World's fault. No, so I think, and, I, and I've been thinking about it, right? Because you were so surprised. Like, How do you not like Jimmy E. World? And I think uh-huh. at the time they came out, I was just like, I was very specific with the music I listened to. Like, I was a huge Blink fan. Anything that remotely sounded like Blink, I was like super into, right? And uh, Jimmy Eat World was new. And one of my friends at school was like, yeah, man, you should check out Jimmy Eat World. It's just like Blink-182. And uh, (laughs) yeah, oh. And so I I, like, I'll buy the CD or whatever. And I pop it in and I'm expecting to hear some Blink jams, right? And then it starts playing and I'm like, what is this? What is this trash? (laughs) (laughs) And then like, uh, so I think my expectations were set inappropriately. And, and it just ruined the whole experience. I, I just can't. Like, I haven't found a Jimmy Eat World song that I like. Oh, dang. And I think it's just because in the back of my mind, I was told they're supposed to sound like Blink-182. And they most definitely do not. So I can't even remember who that friend was. But you ruined this for me. Just if you ever listen, you ruined a band for me. And that's why you're not friends with that guy anymore. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, high school, you, you don't, you don't stay friends with everybody you were friends with in high school. Uh, and then again, I think I only had one friend in high school. So, oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, so like, I, I, I think that's it. I think it's just, I can't get over the fact that someone told me they were supposed to be like Blink-182. And you know, I'm an adult now and I should just be able to like, yeah, this is a Blink-182. Let me see if there's any good music on here, but I can't. 
<laughs> I just can't do it. You're, you're just one of those bands for you that like just started off. Um, yeah. That just started off kind of on the wrong foot for you. Right. Yeah. Just started off on the wrong foot and they didn't really have anything like I would, if I had to say, I would say bleed American is probably the best album they've put out. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's still a dumpster fire. <laughs> I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I, I just did not expect that response. So it really caught me off guard. And I was like, we need, we need to talk about this. Like, I need to understand why, why you're not a fan, you know? Cause it's just like, it's in the same world as a lot of the other music that we talk about. Um, you know, I guess a little bit more on the emo side technically, but still it's like the same similar. So yeah. when you said, when you said, I hate it. I was like, what? Like, huh? Yeah. I mean, I listen to a lot of bands that sound like them uh-huh. that are way better. So in my opinion, they should just stop making music. <laughs> just, oh man. oh man, they're not good. It's like Nickelback, right? Oh my gosh. Do you like Nickelback? No. Neither do I. At least we can agree on something. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Eat World is like Nickelback to me. <laughs> yeah, the one, um, I don't know, dude, for me, one of those bands that you're talking about were like, it got, um, I guess, kind of ruined for me before it even got started was Fallout Boy. Because like, I, my first. I, I love Fallout Boy so much. See, horrible. <laughs> Worst thing ever. Worst thing ever. But. I never really listened to like early fallout boy and uh-huh. uh, man. Uh, what was the album right before infinity on high? I have no idea. Like, I don't, I don't know their discography at all. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever that album was, I did not like it. I can um, remember some of the album names um, like from under the court tree. And I think that was it uh, from under the court it? tree. That's I like think the only one the, I know. The one, the one prior. Um, so did not like that one. And then uh, I actually wasn't a Fallout Boy fan until Infinity on High. And I just, I listened to that record on repeat for like three months. And I don't know what it was. And that's still my favorite record. I still have a, like, I have the like 180 gram four, four, you know, vinyl set of Infinity on High. Yeah. Uh, I and, mean, I know that, I know they have like a, a place in, you know, that, uh, that realm of music, I know they're really popular. A lot of people really like them. They have a lot of, you know, hit songs, like all that stuff, but it's exactly like what you said, Jimmy E world where like the, my, the first time I was introduced to them, it was just not in the right way, you know? And, and it just, it just made me like dislike their music from the get go. And like you said, it's like, even now that I'm older, it's like, yes, I should be able to listen to it and enjoy it and not think about that but i'm like i, I just can't like because I, I, I didn't like it from the get-go so if i go back it just like brings back some of those memories i'm just like Ugh, like no i'm done <laughs> panic at the disco was almost that way for me almost oh really yes i had the opposite <laughs> um i want to hear i want to hear your story and then i want to hear and then i'll tell you my panic at the disco story all right well can can we agree that the, some of their song titles are just stupid yes we can agree on that all right. So now that that's out of the way, like the um, only difference between this podcast and, you know, a suicide is Christmas lights or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, and then that has nothing to do with the song. And you're like, did you, are you did you even try or you just couldn't come up with a name? <laughs> you're like, fuck it. Um, yeah. So it was almost that way for me. Cause someone was like, yeah, man, these guys are just like fallout boy. 
I'm, I'm like, oh, no. Sweet. Oh, sweet. And then uh, this is, I think, around the same time uh, Infinity on High was out. And that had that record has a very specific sound. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, it, Fallout Boy to me is Infinity on High. And so I, I listened to that Panic at the Disco album. I think their first one was what? I write sins, not tragedies. Uh, a fever you can't sweat out. Oh, there it is. But that that tracks on that album, right? Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking at the song titles as I used to do when before I put an album in, just to kind of get my my uh, I guess mind right about what I'm about to hear. And the song titles yeah. just don't make sense to me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna put this in, and we'll see how it goes. And uh, so the song titles almost did it in. And then they, that album does not sound like Fallout Boy at all. No, it could it couldn't be further away from Fallout Boy. Yeah, and so at the same time, uh, you know, maybe we should ask ourselves: Is what kind of people are we truly hanging out with? <laughs> we need to reassess our friendships. <laughs> but yeah, so like the song titles almost did it in. The album's actually not that bad. Um, it's one of their better ones. I don't like all of their albums, Panic at the mm-hmm. Disco, but uh, but I do like a lot of them. Even the band name is just an interesting one, you know? <laughs> well, they've changed it. So it used to be Panic at the Disco with an exclamation point. And I think now they got rid of it. There's no more exclamation points, just Panic at the Disco. So it's like it's more of a low-key panic now? Like, yeah, everybody like, likes, it's like everybody stay calm. <laughs> everybody stay calm at the disco, all right? Maybe panic a little, but not enough to actually panic. It's like, are you panicking? No? Okay. Panic <laughs> at the disco! Yeah. They're, they're more slightly panicked at the disco nowadays. Slightly irritated at the disco. Yes, yeah, slightly irritated. Really more of an annoyance at the disco. Slightly annoyed at the disco. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the name of their uh, their documentary. <laughs> My, mildly tempered at the disco. <laughs> Mild, mildly tempered. Oh my gosh. That's so uh, funny, dude. Yeah, my... <clears throat> excuse me, man. Stupid cold. My uh, first experience with Fallout, or not Fall Boy, wow, um, Panic at the Disco was like when I was working the media section uh, at, at Best Buy, man, stocking CDs and everything. And I had a coworker that I don't remember all the bands that he liked, but I remember um, he was really into Dance Gavin Dance. He was really into Panic at the Disco. And that was the main two I remember him talking about. So we were like closing down the store one night and he put on a fever you can't sweat out. And I just, I loved it, man. That was my experience because I, I hadn't heard anything like that up until that point. Um, and I didn't know the song titles because he was playing it like through the boom box at the store and everything. But I like the catchiness of um, that, the song I was referencing, the only difference between martyrdom and suicide is press coverage, I think is the name of the song. Right. So like you said, nothing to do with what the song's about, but I heard that song and I was like, dang, like this is, this is super catchy. And I was like, I'll sort of shake it up if you sort of pay attention. <laughs> if you sort of listen. <laughs> oh, yeah, so so I guess the moral of this is how someone presents the music to you can completely ruin the experience. Right? So when you're telling your friends about this podcast, make sure you say, this is the best podcast ever. Do you like podcasts? Yes. Then you'll like this. And if you say it's extremely mediocre, which is probably the better thing that they should say, then people will come in with low expectations and maybe they'll listen to one of the good episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Oh man. (laughs) All right, man. 
let's uh, so good. Let's, let's move on here. Um, so to... in this segment, we've learned that Nick has bad taste. Uh, next slide. What are you talking about? My tastes are impeccable. I don't like any bad music. Uh huh. Hey, at least I don't like Jimmy Eat World. Oh. Fine. All right, moving on. I'm gonna get mad. <laughs> what are you like dating Jimmy or something? What's going on? No, you leave Jimmy out of this. And why you is Jimmy leave- so hungry? That's a stupid band name. <laughs> oh, dude. We need to do at some point in time. We need to do an episode. We talk about questionable band names, questionable song titles, <laughs> and we and we and we rework them and give these bands advice. Exactly. Yeah. So listen we'll, up. We'll be their new PR firm. Listen up, mildly annoyed at the disco. You're gonna be big. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's let's move on here. We'll we'll go all, all right. day. It'll turn into another hop water fiasco. Mm. Uh so all right, we're, I'm gonna start with you. Your personal favorite records of the year. I think we said top five. Okay. So are we gonna go? number five first and then work our way up to number one sure you can go number five okay and then i'll do one and like you do one kind of a thing sure we'll, we'll alternate i'll be your huckleberry i'll be your huckleberry <laughs> all <laughs> right i think i will kick it off with um so I, I there's this band that i'm gonna bring up because people that are listening to the podcast probably have not heard of them and they're amazing they're this french band french pop punk band called two trains left like two spelled out and their record is called as safe as yesterday and that came out (coughs) excuse me (coughs) a few months ago um and it's really really good um just classic pop punk i really like it um it's an ep so it's got i think like maybe eight songs on it um but it is phenomenal and they are on spotify so two trains left two trains left spelled out as safe as yesterday is the record. And I, I, for me, that easily made like one of my top favorite records of the year with a band that I, until this year, knew nothing about. Nice. Do mm-hmm. they speak English? Because you said French. They do. They do speak English. They sing in English. And uh, yeah, I actually heard about them from another podcast that I listened to. And I was like, they have an EP? What? And so, you said they're yeah. two, two trains what? Two what trains left. Up? Trains left. T-W-O and then trains, just like trains is spelled. And then left, L-E-F-T. Oh, they spell out too. Uh-huh. That's what I said. Okay. I, I, I feel like you said, I could have misheard, but I feel like you said the number two. Oh. Like, and so I was going to say, first of all, let's talk about dumb band names. Number one on my list, two trains left. <laughs> <laughs> With two, the number. Um, okay. Yeah, they do have an EP. Yeah, and the artwork on the cover, if you look it up, is super cool. I really dig the artwork. Oh. Not that, not that that has anything to do with the music, but I really like it. <laughs> I really like it a lot. I feel like I should um, tell you that you like them because they sound like Blink. <laughs> do, do they, though? Because do you want me to like them, or would you like to just have this one on your own? <laughs> I'm just going <clears> to <throat> I'm gonna let you experience it for yourself, and I think that you'll be a fan. Oh. Now, can we preface, do the albums we have to pick, do they have to have come out this year or are they just our favorite albums this year? I think it's either. I think it's open to interpretation. All right. I mean, because, you know, sometimes like our, our friend who, who emailed us, she didn't know who Zebrahead was. 
until this year, but zebra heads have been around forever. And maybe she likes, you know, a 1996 zebra head album. But she took the time to email us and I appreciate that. And she talked about what she likes and, you know, said that we introduced her to some new music, which is awesome. And that's all we're trying to do is just have fun. And if you guys want to, you know, send Nick some, some warm hugs and tell him that it's going to be okay. And, you know, pray for him because he doesn't like Jimmy Eat World. Like you can do that there too. He, Jimmy Eat World sucks. Jimmy sucks world. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You did it. You did it. All right. I got to go blow my nose again. Thanks, Nick. Oh, I appreciate that. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I'm sorry, guys. It's like a, the name of a bad porno. <laughs> oh, well, while he blows his nose, um, I'm glad we were able to clear up that it doesn't have to come out in this year because a lot of stuff I listened to is older. So I don't know. I wouldn't have been All able right. to pick What five. about you, man? Are you back? What's- <laughs> I was just I was explaining to our listeners how Jimmy Sucks World would be a good porno title. Oh my gosh. Of course you were. I leave you <laughs> on for two seconds. Oh. Uh, all right. So my number five is a band called Super Whatever. And it's super space whatever is spelled W-H-A-T-E-V-R. Um, so you like a band that can't spell. Well, no, they're just trying to be hip with the kids because kids these days can't spell. It's not their <laughs> okay. fault. They're just trying to gain an audience. Um, but the album, more specifically, this album came out in 2020, and that's why I asked the question, uh, is called Don't You Want to Be uh, Glad? Question mark. And uh, question mark? Yeah, so I, I first heard this band. Uh, and this kind of ties back in. So Sum 41 uh, did a... a anniversary tour for does this look infected uh-huh and i went to that concert and the opening act was super whatever um and man how would i describe them kind of like alternative punk but not really more just like an alternative rock with like punk undertones if that makes sense yeah okay um, i did check i did check them out too after you uh because you sent me that uh, probably end of 2020 like early 2021 is when you texted me and said hey this band's really good and i did check them out and i did like it um yeah it was it was definitely different and i had not heard of them before you uh before you brought them up so yeah that's a that's a good pick that's probably not a well-known one either yeah and uh, so they have two albums uh they have never nothing uh which was 2018 and don't you want to be glad which is 2020 uh not a huge fan of never nothing there's like two good tracks on that cd or vinyl or however you listen to it, Spotify playlist. Um, but I, I love every track on Don't You Want to Be Glad. And and I play that that on repeat probably once a month. Oh dang. Yeah. And they're they're my number five. So that should that should kind of tell you where I fall when I rank. So it's it's one of those ones that you kept going back to though for uh, for uh, multiple listens. Yeah, and then they they released like a limited edition vinyl, and uh, I just had to have it, so I paid extra to get it. Oh, nice! Like like for shipping or? Uh, yeah, for shipping because uh, there was like one site that had it, and I had to get it shipped to to Germany, so I just paid a little bit extra for the shipping. Yeah, we've we've all done that, man. I've paid. Uh, I've definitely actually I did that with two trains left, oddly enough, because like I said, they're French. So when I pre ordered um, 
And when I bought their vinyl, I had to pay like, you know, French postage because that's where it's getting like shipped from. And they instantly made it like twice as much as like a regular vinyl, you know? Right. But yeah, I was so, like, I, I really like this, so I don't care. So that's my number five. Uh, so if you kind of like alternative uh, pop or alternative rock with punk undertones, uh, they're probably up your alley. And if you don't like them, well, then, hey, not everybody, you know, can make the correct choices when it comes to music. <laughs> like Josh. Exactly. I'll try my best, though, man. <laughs> I don't know, what's, your number, what's your number four? My number four, I think I'm going to go with, um, let's see. I'm going to go with 117, which I talked about last episode, I believe. Um, or a couple episodes ago, they had a new EP that came out and I listened to it a ton and it only came out back in November or yeah, like early November. And I listened to it a ton since then. Um, like I mentioned before, their normal style is somewhere between like punk rock and um, it's more electronica now, but this particular one um, called the Revenge of the Mountain Medley is very poppy but has like a folky kind of country vibe to it which sounds really weird but it works and if you listen to this one along with attack of the mountain medley they're two five song eps so revenge of the mountain medley is the new one attack of the mountain medley is the previous one but i just love it dude it's so catchy it's hilarious and i don't know it's just like it's just really really cool but i, I would just classify it as very catchy pop um but this particular one like i said has that like folk and country kind of vibe to it um on purpose which is why it's called revenge of the mountain medley they have a female vocalist right no he's a, that's a dude what no hold on let me google yeah. i don't believe mm-hmm. you Matt i could have swore i've seen some 117 stuff and it's all been a female vocalist are you talking about um first to 11 oh yeah hey i'm wrong you're right <laughs> <laughs> The, the YouTube cover band, which, which she is phenomenal. Yeah, they, they have good stuff. But that's not the band I'm talking about. <laughs> my bad, man. I don't like you said it. And that's immediately where my mind went. And I was like, no, that's a female vocalist. You're like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, dummy. And also they put out an album. <laughs> yeah, and they sound like blank. Oh, I am literally going to fight you. You're going to fly to fly to Colorado and just sock me in the mouth. Yeah, it's not like you're going to move very fast. You're sick right now. That's true. I'm just like, you get back here. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, yeah, 117. And 110 is also spelled out. So it's E-L-E-V-E-N-T-Y and then 7-S-E-V-E-N, just all one word, if you look it up on Spotify. There you go. Fantastic. Uh, horrible band name. All one word. No spaces. Apparently, their <laughs> keyboard is broken. I've thought about that band name a lot over the years. It's like 117. So is it like 18 or? Uh, <laughs> Can I get the enumeration on this, please? I'm really trying to figure out what you're going for. I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah. What about 18, you? 117. Um, so, all right. So my second favorite album of the year, or not my second, man, fourth is going to be Machine Gun Kelly, Tickets to My Downfall, still still <laughs> and and now's a good time to point out that you do own the vinyl on that and i do not oh i know not not only do i own the vinyl i own two copies of that and one of them is the limited edition the smoke colored one that i sent you yes i sent you the link for that and i did not order it myself because i had my pre-order 
from uh from best buy and then best buy was like nah we don't want to send you this yeah we never actually got it in you were the only person who requested this item and we're not going to pay for that so yeah so that's that that is a that is a controversial uh record i'll say that i mean how is it controversial there's not a bad track on it well there's i'm just saying like in my facebook groups that i'm a part of like it's a very polarizing people either really like it or they really hate it. There's not like hardly any middle ground. So, so Machine Gun Kelly, I, I did not really listen to him at all uh, before this album, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew who he was and he, he normally did like hip hop, right? Uh-huh. And you and I kind of like the hip hop punk scene or whatever. And I'm like, and they're like, Machine Gun Kelly releases punk album. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll check it out. And it turns out uh, it's really not that bad. Songs are actually really well written. And Travis Barker plays the drums. And well, since it sounds like blank. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's good. I think people in your Facebook groups are probably mad. because are like, why is this hip hop guy trying to get into my punk scene? Yeah, just <laughs> no, that's exactly that's exactly right. That is why people are mad about it. I'm just saying it's really funny, like how polarizing it is. But I do think that, like, if you want super catchy pop punk, you know, you, you really can't go wrong with any song on that record, like you said. Yeah, you really can't. And then he, he did the the whole uh, the, like, the little movie uh, that went. With oh it. yeah, what was that? Um, it was like Downfall High or something like that. Downfall High. Did you ever watch that? I did. Yeah, that was pretty solid. It's it pretty good. Like it's just incorporated all the songs from the album into like a short youtube movie it was really cool yep uh so that's still up there for me um i still i still listen to it quite a bit uh i look at my smoked colored vinyl all the time and think about how i'm better than you because you don't have it you just text me text me a picture of it every day (laughs) just every day you wake up and it's just me holding the record it's like one, one one day it's just like a picture of the record like in your bed tucked in. The next day it's like at the kitchen table like getting ready for we're, breakfast. We're, yeah, we're eating breakfast. And I'm uh, like, Nick, where's your daughter? You know, like, don't worry about it. The, the next day it's my daughter holding the record sleeve. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Oh, All right, I like it. That's my number four. All right, so now we're on right. to your number three. So my number three, I think I'm going to go with newfound glory um and to infinity uh and beyond like or forever and ever times infinity uh the deluxe version i just i just made it like a, a disney pixar title because <laughs> i'm smart like that yes um <laughs> to infinity <dude>. and beyond <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i'm so dumb right now no but um newfound glory the uh yeah forever and ever times infinity the deluxe version with like this it has like six bonus songs on it but i really like that record i've listened to the original one when it came out i listened to the re-release with the extra songs on it and i just really like it man it's just classic newfound glory and i'm a fan of like basically every song on that album i just think it's really really well put together and i highly recommend it i'm gonna have to agree to disagree oh no we're not doing this again <laughs> It's not my favorite album, man. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just gonna hang up now. Bye, guys. Hey, it's been fun. I'm just saying, I, I I can see why you picked it, and I do like Newfound Glory. I, uh-huh. I feel like they need to go back to their roots a little bit. Uh, they're kind of getting away from it, in my opinion. Okay. You know, I need a little bit more of a. What's the one that has all downhill from here on it? Is that the name of the record? Mm, 
I don't think so. Let's see. I'm horrible. I'm horrible at music. So if you guys haven't figured it out, I am very good with like video games media, but when it comes to music <laughs> titles and songs and artists, I am wor- the worst. That's why I thought that one band had a female vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Catalyst. Oh yeah, Catalyst. That's the name of it. And, it, yeah. and so like that would be my favorite album of theirs. And once again, uh, I think it's just sometimes albums they mean more to you based on what you have going on in your in your life at that time. That's and, true. Uh, I mean, Catalyst came out the the year I graduated high school. Matter of fact, I want to say. I don't, I don't think it came out like the day of graduation. I think it was slightly before that, but I just had enough or finally got enough money to buy it. And I, I, I just remember listening to Catalyst on the way to graduation. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so that has more sentimental value to me. Um, but you, the, the uh, forever and infinity and beyond times two times a million, <laughs> what'd you call it? Forever to infinity and beyond. Wait. No, it's, for, it's forever and ever times. <laughs> the real title is forever and ever times infinity. It's it's not a it's not a bad album by any means. Just wouldn't crack my 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 top five. All right, I I respect that, man. This also, fun, I'm man. pretty sure you got some some special edition variant of that that I couldn't get, so I hate you. <laughs> I did. I have like the special tour version of that which as yeah, far as it was, I can <laughs> it was one of those ones you ordered first and then told me about like two days later <laughs> i did oh you still so got mad. it though, right no i didn't it was oh. sold out you don't remember that i was like bro no. it's sold out already he's like oh yeah well it came out or they they <laughs> dropped it like two two days ago and i was like <sighs> i'll have to i'll have to get you the uh, the deluxe version i'll ship that to you for for late christmas gift no you don't have to ship it to me it's fun. <laughs> what about you? Uh, numero three. Numero three. Uh, now it's getting hard. Yeah. Now it's, I'm, I'm on my Spotify right now and I'm kind of looking uh, because like we talked about last episode, I think I listened to like 254 different artists this year. Which is impressive. Yeah. And, and I kind of think I know where I want my number one to be. So like number three and number two. Man, this is gonna be this is gonna be hard. I'm gonna go with little hoodie. Little hoodie. <laughs> Can you say it more gangster, please? Little hoodie. There you go. Perfect. Little hoodie. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't even, am I even saying it right? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm I'm entertained. He had oh, an album man. came out this year uh, called Teenage Heartbreak. Uh so okay. super angsty. And man, how would I describe him? He's kind of like hip hop punk. Yeah. I listened to the one track you sent me. I think that's a good, that's a good, good uh, general description. Uh, so he's like hip hop, pop, punk. He's like, if you took Zebrahead and married them to Britney Spears. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, yeah, it's weird, but it works. Um, but yeah, so there is not a single bad track on the album. Uh, if I had one complaint about it, is that it's too short. The whole the whole album. Yeah, it's only thirty three minutes. That is pretty short. Yeah, for an eleven track album, there's some some extremely like there's one. Well, that's an interlude, so that doesn't count. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, I guess thirty three minutes isn't bad. 
you know, but we grew up in a, in a time where albums came out and they were like 40 minutes. You know, if you got anything less than 40 minutes, it was like, what are you doing? Right. Oh, unless it was like a Ramones album, in which case it was 23 minutes with 12 tracks. But <laughs> 20, 23 minutes with 20 tracks. <laughs> yeah. One, one minute a song. One minute fast punk songs, just super fast. Yeah, the classic Ramones style. Um, but yeah, so I think that's my number three. I listened to it quite a bit. Uh, he even made my Spotify wrapped. Oh, nice. Uh, one, one, of his, one of his songs did. I think it was Don't Freak Out, which uh, features Ian Dior and Tyson Ritter from All American Rejects or Ty- and, Travis, and Travis Barker on drums as well. <laughs> yeah. Tra- Travis Barker is featured in everything that we're talking about. Literally, Travis Barker is the only drummer left because no matter what planet. you're listening to, he is like is like drums by Travis Barker. I was like, bro, do you even sleep? Like, what do you do? He just just drums, man. Just, just drums. drums. I like it. I did like the track that you sent me from Will Hoodie. It was good. It was, yeah, it was well, definitely. I don't even think I I realized it was pronounced Lil Hoodie for a while. I was like calling it Lil Huddy or something. My wife, I think it was my wife, and she was like, Don't you mean Lil Hoodie? And I was like, What do you mean? She was looking at it, she was like, Yeah, Lil Hoodie. And I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh man. Watch it That's be Lil Huddy. Watch, watch it be Lil Huddy. You, you're going to email us and be like, It's Lil Huddy. I'm like, thanks like, oh, well, listening to the record, but you got my name wrong. You're going to be featured on Worst Band Names next week. Good job. <laughs> Good job, kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then rappers, you know, most rappers, they got to put the the lil or the big in front of their name you know you gotta have that yeah well the funny part is is like he he i think he there's a little hip-hop vibe to it but it's mostly like pop punk yeah so i just think the name is funny and i'm just like okay well you know he he uh he has a lot of plays like that don't freak out song has over 10 million plays on spotify okay and then he's got another he's got a couple he's got one with 18 million you know, I don't know. He's popular. That's awesome, dude. I Like I said, I like the one that you sent me. So I think that I, I also like that you, were, you and I are picking bands for the most part that aren't like insanely popular. It's kind of cool. I mean, I'm sure they are. and I'm not really plugged into like what people are into these days. I mean, if this kid is getting uh, a song with 18 million plays, obviously, obviously he's extremely popular. I just don't know the audience and I would love to find them. And if they dress it wrong, I'm going to tell them to fix the ro- wardrobe because <laughs> I don't need them ruining my experience. I like this. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my um, I couldn't decide if it was number one or number two for me, but I picked a it's funny that you're talking about raps. I, I did pick a rapper for my I think I'll probably put him in my, my second. I can't decide. There's t- my top two that I thought about are really it's a toss-up, but um I picked Andy Andy Minio for my second. Um and it's Andy just A-N-D-Y and then Minio M-I-N-E-O is how you spell his name. Is it Mineo? No, it's Minio is how you pronounce it. Are you sure? Have you I'm I'm hundred percent sure. Yeah, he actually has a song. Um, about how people mispronounce his name and it like <laughs> makes him upset. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm just yeah. asking. I, I, to be fair, it doesn't matter how because most people are just going to mispronounce things anyway. But like you said, you know, there's those albums that come out at certain times in your life where the music just speaks to you more than others. And for me, 
when this record came out, which is Neverland 2, that's the name of the album, um, it really spoke to me. Like the lyrics are really genuine, really honest. Um, just like, I love his lyrics and he's a phenomenal rapper. So I highly, highly recommend that you check it out. I saw him in concert and it was like one of the best concerts I've seen as well. Just a phenomenal entertainer. Um, but yeah, I do just the very honest, like raw lyrics. And he's one of those artists too, that doesn't really release anything until it's perfect, uh, to him, you know? So this album was like a long time coming, but it was worth the wait. And I, I just can't recommend it enough. Nice. Yeah. I will have it's got the single, um, check out the single coming in hot, which if you, if you do anything on like TikTok or whatever, you probably like heard people use that, that sound bite, but it's a song with another rapper called Lecrae. Um, phenomenal song. Dang it, nice. I gotta blow my nose again. I'm so sorry. You're good. Well, while he's doing that, I'm gonna butcher the crap out of my number two pick. Uh, because the spelling doesn't make any sense. But I'm gonna say Jaden, and it is spelled J X D N. Uh, and he is another pop punk rap alphabet kind of, um, and he is the first artist signed to Travis Barker's record label, and I really enjoy this album. Uh, he, he's got a track with Machine Gun Kelly. He's got another track with Ian Dior, uh, and then he just released the deluxe version of it, which has, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, Six, seven, eight, nine, ten extra bonus or ten extra tracks on there. So, if you're catching my theme here, it's a whole lot of pop punk All rap. Right. I'm back. So I, I was I was talking to myself or uh -huh. to our to our audience, but my number two pick, and I pronounced it Jaden Jaden J X D N, right? J X D N. Jackson? Yes. Huh? Jax? I don't know. I think I think you're right. It is Jaden, but it is. Is Jaden? Uh, he just changed the. the I don't know. How it's you written out weird. It? Yeah. Uh, but but the album is "Tell Me About Tomorrow." Uh, okay. Tomorrow's Monday. Yeah, sucks. You got to go to work. I don't. I'm still on vacation. Uh, Sorry. Continue. <laughs> but uh, and like I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's the uh, he's the first artist signed to Travis Barker's record label. Correct. That's a good question. I don't know. I know that Avril Lavigne just signed with his record label. Um, I didn't know if he had signed anybody before her. So I know she's on the label, but I, I think that you're correct. Because I'll, I'll, I'll look it up while you're talking. I believe that on the intro track, <clears throat> uh, the intro is Travis Barker talking about uh, this artist saying, hey, I found the first artist I'm going to sign to my record label. That's awesome. But uh, yeah. he's like the, you know, pop punk, hip hop kind of mix. Uh, not to mention a lot of his tracks, um, they use like the 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 riffs from Blink-182. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say it's like a wasted year <laughs> uses What's My Age Again? Yeah. Like you can hear it, hear it going through the through the main the main guitar line. Um, you are you are correct. He's on uh, DTA Records, which is, uh, yeah, Travis Barker's label. Yep. And then uh, he just released the deluxe edition of Tell Me About Tomorrow, and it has 10 extra tracks on there. Oh, dang. 
yeah. I didn't even know that that came out. It's like it's like a whole new record. So wow, yeah, he's dude, my number two. I listen to that a lot. That's awesome, dude. <clears throat> Waiting for it. the vinyl. Waiting for the vinyl. I have listened to the original one, not the uh, not the re-release or yeah, the one with the extra tracks on it. But that's a really good pop punk record as well. Yeah, love it, dude. Um, for my number, for my number one. Uh, for a lot of reasons, um, I kind of picked something you, you probably won't be too surprised, but, um, I actually picked August Burns red and I went with the leveler reissue, dude. Um, hey, how many, how many variants of that do you have? Uh, two. <laughs> oh, you just have two variants. Yeah. You got four. I know. I'm just, <laughs> I know it's not a competition except for it. <laughs> except for it is. Yeah. No, the, you, you definitely got like the, the first pressing of all four original variants. And dude, they have like 16 variants of this record now. It's ridiculous. Can, but, can I um, just can I just say, like, I love when when uh, bands do that. If you're going to have multiple variants, give me an option or a package to just hit buy one of each. You know, like mm-hmm. just bundle it together. So I'm not sitting here trying to like click. Oh, I got to click on the orange one. Oh, I got to click on the green one. Like just throw it all in one thing. Let me check out, and I'll be on my way. Right, and when when August Burns Red uh, released Leveler, um, the day that you bought it, that I messaged you about it, it was like a pretty good price too. I mean, it was like a hundred bucks or so, but you got four vinyls. You know what I mean? So it's like, and, and of course they all ship at the same time, so you're not paying extra for shipping. Right. So when you think about it, it was twenty five dollars a a vinyl, which is actually pretty cheap, especially for like special colors. Yeah, exactly. You got a gold one, like a sweet blue kind of lunar lunar one. It was they just their variants are awesome, but um, for me they're they're definitely heavy metal um, screen you know screamo. But same reason I I talked about Andy Minio. Like I love their lyrics. I love the, just the intensity. I like their guitars. Like they're just a phenomenal band. And like pro- the reason why I put the number one. So this is a ten year anniversary edition of leveler which obviously came out 10 years ago they re-released it re-recorded it remastered it so it's kind of brought new life into which is great it's like listening to a, a new old album but um every single member of the band are just the nicest guys you've ever met in your life like the most humble just down to earth loving dudes and it's it's great man so like for me that's what puts them in the number one spot um when i saw them live too a couple months ago they signed my, my vinyl record for me and they actually like autographed it to my daughter. Cause she's a huge fan of them too, except that she calls them Ogden burns red. <laughs> That'd be um, bad if Ogden was burning red. Right. But I told her, I told their drummer that, and he's like, what's your daughter's name? And he like signed it to her. So it was really, really cool. Um, so for me, that's gotta be my favorite of the year. Um, and I need to buy more variants. So I have more than you. I mean, yeah, but you're not going to have first pressings. I mean, that's whatever, dude. That's like buying used. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You're ridiculous. What's your number one, Nick? All right. My number one. My number one is going to be Arrested Youth. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about? I can't say I've listened to them, no. What? I, I literally told you about Arrested Youth like so many times. Anyhow, so Arrested Youth, he's kind of in the same vein as Jexton or Jaden or whoever, right? Um, but uh, he had an album come out this year called Nonfiction. 
<coughs> and it's a, once again just a really good like pop punk album. Okay. Just really catchy. Just everything's really catchy. Uh, also waiting on him to release a vinyl. It's not his first album though. He he has like quite a few. Um, but actually his his track leave my casket open was my most played track of 2021 okay on Spotify. that's cool i will make a note to listen to, to uh that band because I, I know that you talked about them i just haven't given them a good listen and that's on me i'm sorry and uh and uh i i want to say my spotify rap rap said i listened to leave my casket open 473 times holy cow that's awesome yeah, just that track alone uh, his album made my top five on Spotify wrapped. That's amazing, dude. Yeah. He's my number one. Arrested, arrested Youth. Arrested Youth. I like it. And what's the name of the album? Uh, nonfiction. Nonfiction. Cool. That's awesome, man. I, I like your picks. I really do. So that does it, man. We hit number one, and I think our next step is top five games, correct? Yeah, which was honestly a lot harder for me, but I'm sure you were. I'm sure it was easy for you to pick five. I mean, you only played five games this year. I don't know how it's, I don't know how it's that hard. Just right. rank them. Which one did you like more? Exactly. I'm. I am curious if I, I think we're going to overlap on a couple. I'm pretty sure we are, but I'm curious where uh, where you're going to land and where I'm where I'm going to land on these. So yeah, I will say that my number five. Um, I didn't expect to like this game as much as I did, but I had a good time playing it with you. Was uh, was Remnant um, from the Ashes? That was one that we played this year, and I didn't really like. I didn't dislike it, but at the same time, like I didn't see it and say, Oh yeah, that's something I want to play. But after we played it and beat it, I was like, dang, I'm, I'm really glad we played that. It was unique. It was fun. Really good co-op game. Um, actually challenging, challenging boss fights, just challenging fights in general and good, like, you know, loot reward system. Like it was just a great time. Okay. I would say remnant is my five as well. Really? Um, yeah. So if people don't know, I don't actually beat a lot of games. Hardly there are very ever. few. Yeah, very like hardly ever will I beat something, and and that's just because I'm always trying to play like the new stuff, and then you know how it gets like you move on to a game, and then it's hard to go back and and finish uh, something else. But Remnant, so you and I, when we play, is either like multiplayer or co-op is when we play games. Very rarely will we play a single player game uh, at the same time. So, but Remnant uh, was really was really cool. I wasn't expecting much of it either. The videos I'd seen, I was like, oh, this looks like a low budget, like Destiny dungeon crawler or whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we ended up playing through and just really enjoying it. And we beat the main story and we got super close to beating the DLC. And then we, we put it down for something else. Yeah, but, we, uh, we would have beat the, <coughs> excuse me, we would have beat the entire game. But we got, we looked, you looked it up after we had a hard time like beating the, the final DLC boss. And we basically found out that we had to replay the game again to like level up, like new yeah, game like, plus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you basically got to play the whole game again after we just spent like 30 hours the well, first time through. And, and, the, and the bad part is so you can play co op, but whoever is hosting, they're the only person making progress. So, like, uh-huh. if, 
you like say I was hosting and we made it halfway through the game and then you go to host, you're going to be at the very start because none of that progress is going to save for you. Your character is going to be over leveled, but we're going to have to play from wherever you left off. Mm-hmm. Right. So but it, it was really fun. Yeah, it was, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I, I think uh, Steam said our total play time was like 18 hours. It's a pleasant surprise for me. And like the reason why I put it on my, my top five is like, that's a game that if you told me today when we're done recording, like, hey, let's start this over again and like, you know, level up our dudes. Like I'd be all about it because, you know, it's just, it was fun and there's enough variety, I think that like, you know, you can, you kind of want to play through it again. Right. And it's kind of procedurally generated. Um, yeah. You don't always get the same starting world or whatever yep. so well that's cool every time we I, I, through, it was kind of new i was curious if remnant was going to be on your list i'm glad that i'm glad you did put it on there yep it was my so number what, five what was your number four all right my number four is going to be monster hunter world oh very good choice so i know very the game came choice. out forever ago and this is our favorite games of the year not that they had to come out this year correct uh, came out forever ago uh, bought it on uh, Xbox, I believe. Um, never really played it there. Uh, it was on sale for PC, right? Yeah, and, yeah, it was on uh, a think, really good sale. Yeah, we we got I got us both a copy, and I was like, "Hey, man, you ever play Monster Hunter?" He's like, "Oh, I love Monster Hunter." I was like, "All right, well, let's play through." And I think we we that was the game we set Remnant down for. Yes, it was. Yep. And we played straight through Monster Hunter, and we even tried to play the. Um, the expansion for Monster Hunter. And then I think by that point, because we had been playing Monster Hunter so much, we were kind of fatigued. Yeah. And we and we set it down to go play something else. Um, but yeah, it kind of fell off on the expansion. But you can only play, you know, 30 hours of Monster Hunter, you know, for so long. And then, yeah, you're naturally going to want to play something else. Right. Exactly. Monster Hunter is a excuse me fantastic game i didn't put that on my list but i definitely thought about it um because i did play it like i played basically the whole game on ps4 and then replayed it again with you on pc uh and just thoroughly enjoyed it and i think my only complaint with that game is it's just one of those games where if you really really want to do and see everything it has to offer um you really have to put a lot of time into it um there's just there's no way around that you know you have to like craft really good items good weapons like just spend your time grinding. Like you have to put in the time, but if you're willing to do that, you know, you can, you can get the best stuff in the game, but I had a phenomenal time playing that with you. Yep. So there it is. Monster Hunter. What's your four? I, I went with Outriders for my okay. four. Um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed Outriders. That was a game that I was looking forward to. Uh, you brought that one to my attention. I looked it up. I was like, man, this game looks really fun. Um, another co-op game um, where you have like, different classes and each of the classes have cool powers so i played through the game as a pyromancer so i had these cool like fire abilities to go with my guns and then you played i think it's like the sniper class kind of dude um but yeah it was really really fun so similar to remnant where you're getting like random loot and things like that as you're playing through it um kind of that that risk reward like you just want to play through again and the higher difficulty you play on the higher chance you have for like better stuff um, but I, that was just one that we put a lot of hours into. And uh, again, like just a phenomenal co-op game for me. Yeah, it was great co-op. Uh, third third fact, person shooter. We, I think we started new characters after we beat the story, didn't we? Oh, we did. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And we started playing that one again. I, I picked like the, uh, 
teleporting class, whatever that one is. And you picked like the, the buff, like tanky dude. Uh, yep. And then uh, on that note, cause outriders is really good. Uh, we put a lot of time into that. That was probably like 30 or 40 hours by itself. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Like that was a game that just like remnant, like I, I knew I was going to like it, but I liked it. I think it's fair to say I liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah. It was definitely glitchy when it launched. Uh, we, I know we had a lot of issues like trying to get it to work and sometimes it just wouldn't. Um, but on so, that note, they have a story expansion coming out next year. Dude, I was just going to tell you, I have 42 out of 46 achievements in Outriders, uh, 82 hours played. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you played it a lot. Like once we hit end game, you played the end game a ton. I did. Yeah. Um, I did not. I would, but that at that point in work, I was really busy. Um, and didn't have it as much time to play. So, uh, yeah, but they have a, they have a story expansion coming out, like a, like a proper expansion. That's awesome. So, so we'll have to jump back into that when that comes out. And I believe if you own Outriders already, it's free. Noticing too, on the little steam thing for it, it says Outriders new horizon. So I wonder if there's already some new content. Uh, yeah, there is. They added new weapons. They kind of changed how the end game works. Nice. Um, and stuff like that to make it easier to obtain uh, some of those like better weapons so you can do better builds. Well, we should play some Outriders again. That we should. Sweet. But that was your three. Was that, that was Outriders? my. That was my uh, four. Yeah, it was your four. Okay. Uh-huh. So you, yeah, I think you're up for number three because you, you already said you're four. I'm up for number three, man. I played so many games this year. I know. So do you, many do you need time? Let me. No, no, I don't need time. Okay. You know what? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know why I'm, I'm, I'm messing around. I'm going to say destiny two is my three. Mm, very nice. Yeah. Uh, Cause we played a ton of destiny this year. We did. That's also where the uh, mediocre happy hour name comes from. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we, we kind of fell off. So then expansion come out this, this last year. Yeah. Beyond, no, that came out prior beyond light, but we played beyond light well into, um, 2021, uh, oh, yeah. to the point where I think we both burnt ourselves out. Uh-huh. Um, 100%. We did, yeah, we, we log on, we do the events, we try to get all the, the, the weeklies done for, for crucible and all that stuff. Um, and then we run into the same problem we do all the time. And I still think they need to add uh, match made raids, which I believe is coming with the newest expansion. Okay. Uh, or a form of matchmaking for raids. Uh, but yeah, so played a ton of that and it had to be on the list just based on how much we played. I mean, just on steam alone. And I, and I played this thing on steam and Xbox and PlayStation uh i have 322 hours oh my gosh yeah i have scared to look yeah i have have 354 hours on pc yeah so yeah we we played it we played it a bit yeah it had it had to be on the list and like i mentioned before um that's like one of those games that like i will never uninstall just because like i do always go back to it it's just a matter of how long and like you know when when that kind of uh you get that itch you know and then you continue to play it over and over again but yeah yeah it's phenomenal when the new expansion comes out day one i'm there i'll i'll have to agree with you on destiny i think that i think that not being on the list is 
is a, a travesty. Like it has to be on there. You know, just that's like, we, that's one of those games we keep going back to all the time. So it's gotta be on the list. I think that I would agree with you for sure. It's um, kind of like right in the middle for the reasons that we mentioned. Um, and I'm going to say, yeah, I, yeah, well said. <laughs> it's just, it's a great game. Is that, so are you saying that's your three or did you have a different three in mind? My, my three was not destiny, but it's, the more I think about it, I, you know, I agree with you, but I put new world for my three just because. Oh like, man, we did play a lot of that. Yeah. Cause like I, same reason with Outriders and Remnant, there's like a theme here. I just didn't expect to like, I don't know, like get into it as much as I did. And I had a lot of fun playing it and it's a game that I want to keep playing. We just kind of put it down temporarily for other games, but like, I want to go back to it um, and play it again. And so for that reason, I was like, ah, hey, it deserves to be on there. Plus it's just a really, it's just a really fun game. That's okay. You can you can have it on there. It's it's fine. Um, I didn't put it on my list, um, but I I think it's just because I fell off of that game real hard. Because for me, it's one of those games that it's more fun to play when you're playing with friends. Yeah, I agree. And uh, with that. and you were, I believe, in the middle of moving and all this other stuff. Um, so you kind of stopped playing for a little bit, and then, mm-hmm. uh, which meant if you weren't playing, I wasn't playing, type deal. So I just kind of fell off of it. Yeah. But I mean, I, I have 54 hours played. That's awesome. World. Yeah. And I remember just going ham, trying to level <clears throat> up my mining skill. What are you doing? I'm breaking rocks. <laughs> so I can, so I can get my outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun game though. I just, uh, I was trying to think outside the box a little bit, but I, I really liked it and I'll definitely go back to it. Cool, man. That's a good number three. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. What's your numero dos? Numero dos. My numero dos is going to be Final Fantasy VII Remake on PC. Oof. Good choice. And that just came out. That came out on the 7th. Um, let's see. How much time do I have played in that game? I hate the Epic Store. So it's only on the Epic Store right now. It's not on Steam. And we got... So I have uh, that came out on the seventh, and I have 19 hours in. Uh, it's respectable. It is. Um, I really like the remake. I thought it was cool how they remade it into like an action game almost. Yeah. Because uh, Final Fantasy VII is like the first JRPG that I played on PlayStation, um, so I have very fond memories of that uh, that RPG. So to see them remake it and the visual quality. Uh, I just really like it. It was one of those games, like I sat down and I started playing it and that's just all I wanted to play. <laughs> nice. But what I will tell you is, so this comes with like their little mini expansion where you play as Yuffie. Uh-huh. And uh, I hate that expansion. Oh my God, I hate it. Oh really? It is, I haven't played it is, that yet. It is trash. Like, oh no. Straight up garbage. I, it makes me want to not play the game anymore. That sucks. Yeah, so it's like two separate things. So you have Final Fantasy VII Remake. And then there's a separate menu for Intergrade, which is the expansion. And they both have separate save files. And uh, like I, I started, so I was playing through seven. I haven't beat the remake yet. Uh, I did beat it when it originally came out on PlayStation. But I was, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me, since it's a separate thing, let me see the, this, uh, this expansion or whatever it is. And like, I finally got to where it kind of opens up a little bit. And the systems are just so convoluted. There's like some stupid fucking board game they throw in there that they want you to go around and play all these different 
people uh, in oh, this board that's game. Weird. It, yeah, it's like, uh, and you use that to like unlock better weapons. And, and then, like, I went on one quest and was just getting steamrolled. And but like, um, it's it's like my next thing to do. And I'm like, I am just either really bad at this character. Or just getting steamrolled. I, I don't know. And I was like, I, I'm not having fun. And I turned it off. <laughs> yeah. I'm not having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, and I but, haven't I haven't played that at all yet. So that's good to know. Yeah, it's my it's my number two. It's it's still good. The the PC options are very lacking though. It's almost like a direct port from the PlayStation. Um, I mean, you don't even have like a field of view slider. Uh your graphic quality settings, they're all just high. You know, doesn't even get close to maxing out the graphic card in my PC. And I'm like, oh, man, they could have done so much more with this. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, that, that's such a good game. But that's a bummer that the expansion let you down a little bit, though. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to it. Maybe I was just frustrated because I'm, you know, 20 hours into uh, the main game. And it could just be a fatigue thing, too. Right. Exactly. Well, cool, man. Well, yeah, I, I like I like that Final Fantasy. You can never go wrong with that at all. At all. So I went with my number two. Uh, it was a toss-up between, like, four, I thought about Forza because I, I love Forza, and that just came out, and I haven't played that quite a bit. But I think I'm going to have to go with Psychonauts 2 because I, I played – I still need to beat it. I almost have the game beat, but I've played quite a bit of it and really like it. It's quirky. It's fun. It's just a – like kind of shut your brain off and just play like you know platformer but very quirky sense of humor great graphics um good puzzles like it's just a phenomenal game and i've just really enjoyed playing through it so i'm just kind of taking my time and trying to find all the collectibles and that's why i haven't beat it yet because i'm just taking my time and enjoying it <laughs> taking my time downtown yeah um no so that's a good choice uh platformers those kind of platformers those 3d like action adventure platformers are not really my thing which is uh -huh. why it's not on my list but it is a very good game and i'm watching my wife play through it um it's just not my thing uh <coughs> but i can understand why it made your top two uh it's a great game it took forever to come out you know they announced that game like five years ago yeah it was like a kickstarter it started on like kickstarter or like indiegogo or something uh -huh. uh, and then obviously uh, Double Fine, the studio that makes it, they're owned by Microsoft now. Um, yep. And Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer has done so many good games like Full Throttle. Uh, what was it? Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. He did the the Broken – was it Broken Age? He did, did he do Broken Bro Age Yeah, games? Broken Age, yep. Um, yep. Yeah, so many good games. That guy's just – he, he is a genius when it comes to storytelling and uh, yeah, that game's so cool. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you really like it. And if nobody else has played it, here's our shameless plug for uh, game pass. This is on game pass and they're it running, that, they're running deals yeah. right now. You can get three months of game pass for like a buck. Uh, and if you played one game a month, you would pay for, for game pass like three times over. I wouldn't have even played that game if I didn't have Game Pass because I like it, but I don't know if I would have wanted to pay full price for it just to try it. So for me, it was like, I'll give this a shot. And uh, yeah, basically just downloaded it, played it, and love it. Yeah. And now Heck, like they ever yeah. come out with the super limited edition, you'd be like, yeah, man, I'll buy it again. Screw uh, it. One more, one more time. <laughs> Sir, you just have to re-up your Game Pass subscription. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> take, my, take my money. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> take my money. 
All right. Man. So that brings us to number one. <clears throat> right. Which uh, I think uh, I think we can take a guess, but I'll let you say yours anyway. Uh, my number one, hands down, unequivocally, there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever is Halo Infinite. 100%. So you have yet to start the campaign. I downloaded Um, it. I'm downloading it as we speak. I'm I'm very well because you were supposed to do it yesterday and you forgot. I know. All right. Um, I appreciate it. But besides that, the multiplayer is just so good. So Mm -hmm. good. It literally, when we go to play games, you're like, so do you just want to play Halo? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> let's just go play halo uh yeah you, so, you just can't so go wrong. polished mm-hmm. so polished if you're if you're a shooter fan you don't even have to be a halo fan if you are a shooter fan you need to go play the multiplayer it's free to play their battle pass progression sucks still they're working on it um but if you know and you're not going to get like the call of duty dopamine hit of uh you know i unlocked a new gun or whatever i leveled up my gun i prestiged my life whatever it is right <laughs> But this, the gameplay is so good, it doesn't need any of that. Right. And you, you've mentioned it more than once when we're playing together. Like, whether you're winning or losing, you're having fun. And even when you lose a match, the chances of, like, the tides turning the next match are always there. So it's, you know, you, you it, unlike other first-person shooters like Call of Duty, if you're not doing well... Um, you still, like, it doesn't, it doesn't shut you off from playing. You know, you're not doing well, and you're like, well, next match next match I'll turn it around and you know you usually do and it's just kind of like it's weird in that way but it's true it's not really like too upsetting to lose if that makes sense right and then you throw in the campaign uh, I'm still not done the campaign for me is difficult I'm not very good at like first shoot, first person shooter campaigns uh in general so I've had to bump the difficulty down because I want to get through it and I want to see the story um but it, it went semi-open world uh, there's boss fights, you know, pretty much at the at the end of every major level, you're going to fight a boss. And those boss fights are really challenging. There are mechanics you have to do uh, or use in order to fight some of these dudes. Like there's an elite and he's invisible. So you have to use your motion tracker so that you can see him coming because he will he will mess you up quick. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, but so the and I'm not done with the single player either. Uh, that is one that I will finish, but, uh, I like what I see, um, or I have seen so far. And if I could get it to stop just crashing for no reason, then I would finish it. <coughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, hands down, not a doubt in my mind, the game, like soft launched the multiplayer, like November 15th. And then the, the campaign came out on the eighth. And I, I don't think I've really like, I've, I've played a lot of games even since that's been out. But that's also because I'm on vacation and have just had extra time. But if I had to split my time between all of the games we talked about, I'm probably just going to say, let's go play Halo. Yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer game right now. You know, I mean, yeah, when I look at my game list, it's like, yep, I just want to play Halo. Um, It's just very satisfying. And like you said, it's about as polished as you can get. And it's free. You do do not have any excuse to not play this game, except for the fact that – I don't have a computer or I don't have an Xbox because it's free on PC and it's free. It's free on Xbox, the multiplayer mm-hmm. at least. Oh, you know, yep. but if you have a, if you have a smartphone, right. And you get game pass, you can play halo multiplayer on your smartphone. That's true. 
you know, it's free. That's so, awesome. So yeah, everybody should check that out. Well, yeah, I think the number one slot for our personal game of the year was a no-brainer. If it wasn't, if it wasn't was a Halo, if it wasn't Halo, I would have flown to Germany and I would have punched you straight in the throat. I just want you to know that. Oh, oh really? Yeah, because I care. You do have more time in it than I do, um, but I, I also split between the Xbox and the computer. Uh-huh. Um, or not even that, but like Game Pass on the computer and Steam. So I, I think my numbers aren't exactly correct. Because I think on Steam it says I'm at like 28 hours, but I most definitely played like 40 or 50 hours of multiplayer. Yeah. Well, this is uh, fun. It was it was fun to rank our personal uh, movies and uh, mu- movies. Wow, dude, this cold is messing up my head. Something fierce right now. Games and music. It was fun to rank our personal ones. That was fun to do. Yeah. And now the last segment for today's show before we close it out is most anticipated. There's not a number on this, um, but if you have most anticipated albums or games for next year, uh, I'd like to hear it. Yeah. So I, we talked about it before the show. Um, I typically kind of have my finger on the pulse of the music a little bit more than you do per se, but you know, you know, you're always ahead on the games, like always. So I, I want you to talk about the games you're looking forward to. And I'm sure you'll mention something. I'll be like, Oh yeah, like I'm excited for that too. Um, but for me, so uh, I know under oath has a new record coming out um, in January and I'm excited for that. So I did pre-order that months and months and months ago. So I'm excited to see what that's about. And then one of my favorite um, metal bands ever, Demon Hunter, they are releasing a new CD next year, new record. Um, no idea for the release date. I just know they're recording right now. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, I love Demon Hunter. They are very heavy, but also melodic at the same time. Just phenomenal band. Um, those are two I'm really looking forward to. And then I figured I'd mention like a couple ones that I hope come out that um, haven't been announced yet, but okay. I'm hoping that Memphis Mayfire releases their, their record next year. Um, they've released a lot of singles. I love every single one of them, but a pre-order has not been announced or anything. So I hope that that's next year. And then it's the same thing with um, state champs. State champs has released quite a few singles really like all the singles they put out this year. Um, but again, no pre-order, no new record announced. So that's kind of a bummer. I'm like, ah, come on. And then last but not least, I'm very hopeful that Simple Plan will have a new record Um, because they did just have a new single also, but same thing, no pre-orders, no hint of like when the next album's coming. So I would imagine, I would hope that it's going to be 2022 for Simple Plan because that excites me a lot. Very much. Yeah, so I actually pre-ordered that Under Oath as well. Um, Nice. Because they had a special edition variant of it, I think. Yeah, they did. They had quite a few variants, actually. Uh, yeah, so, uh, and I'm really hoping Simple Plan comes out with one. Um, once right. again, Simple Plan, their stuff's hit or miss. I really like their old stuff. Their new stuff uh, could probably just go die. <laughs> I really like the new single. I'm a fan. Uh, yeah, I like that new single uh, quite a bit. So I'm, I'm, uh, it feels kind of like they're, they're going back to like their older style, I hope. Right, I agree. And, and that's kind of what it feels like to me. Um, I just, man, it's so frustrating. I just get annoyed, you know, cause there's nothing's been announced. And I mean, with music, especially we live in like a world of singles where, you know, singles get released. Like people are usually satisfied by that. I like the singles, but I also like to know that I have like the new record 
ordered. You know, I like to know like a full right. length record is coming. That excites me. Um, and to not have anything announced yet, is just a little bit of a bummer, but I'm very, very hopeful that 2022, like at some point in time is when it'll release. <laughs> yeah. Like this day and age, uh, the records are almost like an afterthought, right? Uh-huh. Um, they're, they're not the goal. The goal is like, let's get new music out there. And then once we get enough of it out there, let's release it all in a collection. Whereas back in the day, it was like, hey, we got to get this whole collection out there on day one. Uh, right. You, I mean, you'll see it like that half the record gets released on Spotify before yep. the actual full full length thing comes out. Really like the new Zebrahead EP, like all but two tracks, I think, were released prior to that. Yep. You know, which is cool. Yeah, exactly. But it kind of bums me out because it's coming out and I'm excited. And then it's like, all right, well, let me just, I've already heard these other ones. Let me just listen to these two. Uh-huh. So that's, that's what bumps me out. Um, yeah. It kind of takes the excitement out of it a little bit. Uh, I'm hoping we get a full length zebra head this year. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I was really hoping that the day that that EP came out, I was hoping they'd have pre-orders for, you know, the vinyl EP, but no, no, uh, doubt. no. But I mean, they're pretty good about vinyl. Like you can go to their website right now and even pick up some of those other ones that sold out originally. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but I really want a new zebra head. Uh, don't know if we're going to get it. I'm hoping we get a new alkaline trio. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're uh, working on something. They, they are. So Matt Skiba, he he sings with Blink-182 now, but he still does alkaline trio. So he's kind of got a balance. And there was a rumor going around that Tom was going to rejoin Blink for like a reunion tour. And the, the reason that rumor was circulating was Matt Skiba had to go record an Outline Trio record. Um, and Blink also has said that they are working on a new a record as well. So I don't know how that's going to work out. <laughs> but and it's also, still exciting. Just so you know, Mark Hoppus is cancer free. Thank God. Yeah, that's super cool. I didn't know that. Um... When I saw Angels and Airwaves, Tom DeLong mentioned that and then played a song for Mark, which is pretty cool at the show. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool that even though the relationship there between Mark and Tom like deteriorated pretty badly, you know, uh, that they still they still love each other and they're, they still wish each other the best, you know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be hard to like fully separate that. You know, it's like when you defined like pop punk forever you know what i mean um and, i mean to be fair green green day was out first right they were they were but when but also, you think of iconic yeah. records like you can't you can't think about iconic pop punk and not you know lump green 182 defined pop punk in the 2000s mm-hmm. and then there was uh american idiot which was also a great album for green day green day and blink 182 those two bands when you when you hear pop punk, everybody knows those two for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, American Idiot is uh, super cool. It's like that was like almost like a it got turned into a Broadway show too. <laughs> yeah, it did. What? Well, I remember when they released re- released that album. Um, that was the goal. They they called it a rock opera. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was very cool. Uh, I went to that concert. It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to because they played the entirety of American Idiot the entirety of Dookie and the entirety of Nimrod. Dang. It was, they, they played for four hours. That's crazy. Yeah. And that was, it was great. They, they played longer because the opening act didn't show up fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) So, so we sat there for like two hours waiting for green day to get ready. That's awesome. But, uh, 
but yeah, yeah there's so, a lot of good stuff to look forward to for sure music wise and i'm sure you know I'm sure there'll be a lot of hype in 2022 with stuff that we text each other about and then talk about on the podcast as well that you know it's just going to come out of nowhere like what happened yeah. this year as well it, it'll show up on my spotify playlist as like a recommended artist and i'll be like oh my god it's the best thing ever fuck blink 182 yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then and then we'll do this again next year i'll be like all right number one man blink 182 you're like but wait dude thought you, you just said fuck blink 182 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, you're like i like jimmy Eat world now <laughs> no that's never gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> what, what about games dude what about the anticipated games of 2022 um all right so the first one i'm excited for is they have that new open world pokemon coming out and i believe that comes out yeah. in january i could be wrong no you're right i told you i'd forget about something and you'd say it i get excited about it is Point it does case. it come out in january it's supposed to so yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, if it comes out, I have a feeling it, it'll get delayed. Uh, God of War is rumored to come out in 2022. Uh, the sequel to to uh, the the reboot, if you will, of God of War. Heck yeah! And then uh, Horizon Forbidden West is supposed to come out. And I know I was talking trash about this game the other day, but I watched a preview where they got to see they didn't get to play it. They got to watch it be played, um, and uh, it left a pretty good impression, so I'm kind of excited for it, but I promise you it's going to be one of those ones that if I buy it, I won't finish it because I'll get overwhelmed with, like, the open-world stuff. I'll be like, oh, right. not going to happen. But uh, right now you're like, I'll play it. Yeah, like, I never finished the original Horizon, but because I decided after I watched this hands-on preview that maybe I was going to play the second one, I was like, I went and Googled, like, a – uh, wrap up of the first one because i'm never going to go back and finish that i promise you <laughs> <laughs> it's a long game i got pretty tired towards the end of it I, I did beat it i think i almost got the platinum trophy in that game too um but yeah towards the very very end of that game i was like okay i'm ready for this to be over this is a grind <laughs> yep so there's that one that i'm pretty stoked for uh nice. and then i i think the the big heavy hitter well what i hope um is i hope we get fable this year Okay. 2022. I hope because uh, apparently it's a lot farther along than we think. Um, they've been working on it for five years now at this point. Um, wow. We just, it just didn't get announced until, you know, two years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping that that's a surprise release. And then uh, obviously Starfield. Okay. From, uh, from Bethesda. It's their first original IP in like 20 years. Um. And if you like the Fallout games, they said it. Think about if Fallout met Skyrim, but in space. Oh man! Right, and and they they said think interplanetary travel. Okay. Yeah. Dang. And they got they got that new engine, so it's <laughs> being built on a brand new engine. Uh, so it's not going to be built on the janky ass Fallout engine. Um, okay. And everything they showed, you know, they said, "Hey, this is this is gameplay." And people are like, there's no way it can be gameplay. It looks too good. And they're like, no, it's gameplay. We promise you. And that's supposed to come out um, on November 11th. Okay. Probably going to get delayed, though. Let's be honest. Lots of good things to look forward to, though. Yeah. And, th and there's awesome. going to be other things that come up. That Oh, uh, I guess Elden Ring. I forgot about Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. That looks super good. Super good. Pre-ordered it. Probably not ever going to beat it. Why? Because it's like Dark Souls and I hate those games. But 
But once you buy it, once you buy them anyway, you convince yourself every time you're like, I'm yeah, dude. Sun. Every time I'm like, oh man, that preview looked real cool. Pre-order. And I play the game, I'm like, it's literally the same thing. They made it look way cooler in the preview. Oh. Yeah, why did I? Why did I do that? <laughs> yeah. So oh, uh, Elden Ring, but I, I I think that's that's really kind of where I'm at. Um, mostly because oh, and Destiny, Destiny the expansion. I'm pretty excited for that. It's gonna uh, be it's it's gonna be a good year, man. I will say that I'm very hopeful for 2022, and I'm excited for all the stuff coming. And you know, I, I do like that I already have some vinyls pre-ordered for <laughs> that are coming in 2022. That's exciting to think about, you know. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it's 2022 is gonna be a great year for everybody. I'm sure there's gonna be games that we're not thinking about right now. That as they get closer, I'll tell you like, yo, this is coming out, and they're like, oh, that's so dope, and then we end up playing it. Uh, or you play it on your own. We don't play a whole lot of single player games, do we? Uh, we play a few, but we just enjoy playing co-op stuff more, obviously, because, you know, it's just it's fun. Like you're you're committed, you know, you're more committed, you're more invested when you're doing that. But we did play Guardians of the Galaxy, which was phenomenal. Oh, um, yeah. And that didn't make our list. Damn. No, but it's dude, it was hard. There were a lot of good games like there was so many, <coughs> excuse me, so many good things that came out in the past couple months. It was really hard to decide, but I just had to, I had to go with the ones I put the most time in or beat or got close to beating and just kind of went with what appealed to me, you know? Right. Yeah. But yeah. I like you, so dude. I, I think that's it for most anticipated. <laughs> I mean, I, I could go on for hours, just talk about all the different games that are supposed to come out and, you know, ones that have me excited, but uh, <laughs> we don't have that much time. So, right. Well, I hope this so, has been a fun episode for, for everybody uh talking about uh, you know our favorite games hey, of the year and we're, we're upcoming not done. stuff we're no not done. i'm just saying no you got to read email read oh, you want me to read it yeah you have to read it out man we have to talk about the email all right here we go let me, let me pull it up email email oh my gosh why would people email if you don't read their email on the air josh i didn't i didn't realize that was the plan i'm sorry we literally talked about it before i hit the record button that was like that was like an hour ago nick actually uh we're we're borderline like an hour and 40 minutes right now it's been a longer episode but it's been fun to talk about all these cool things so our email i will read it here so we were uh, what's up just don't use a full name no uh, i will not because i know this person and i'm not i didn't didn't get their permission so well, first of all, we appreciate that you emailed emailed us and you know told us that you like the show and you're discovering new bands and stuff. That's kind of what we want. So if anybody wants to email us as well, it is the MHH podcast at gmail.com. And that's also our Twitter handle at the MHH podcast. So this email says, uh, this is in response to us talking about our Spotify wrapped, I believe, episode. That was a couple episodes ago. Um, this person says, I have rookie numbers and an embarrassing amount of pop. Okay, first of all, never be embarrassed about listening to copious amounts of pop. That is what we, we want you to do. <laughs> yeah, listen just, to what makes you happy. Right. right? If, if pop makes you happy, I might say that your playlist is a dumpster fire, but you're happy about it. So it's fine. So it's, so it's a happy dumpster fire. <laughs> yes, it's smiling while it burns. <laughs> oh, I decided when this year's wrap first came out. <laughs> I decided when this year's rap first came out, I was going to do better and listen to more bands, more genres, and just music in general. I've really enjoyed listening to you talk about the bands I've never heard of, so I can take a listen. Uh, MXPX, not my favorite. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> MXPX. 
Eh, pass. <laughs> Zebrahead, I could probably listen to more. Um, so that's good. Next up, we'll be Bouncing Souls, Suicide Machines, and uh, Tame Impala. Uh, so keep it going with the bands, Smiley Face. Also, Final Fantasy X-2, Most People Hate. It is my favorite song ever, called 1,000 Words. I used to have my save data stop right before the big cinematic cutscene so I could listen on repeat. It's now my alarm ringtone, and it's on Spotify. And I'm PlayStation all the way. <laughs> all right. Well, it's okay to not have the most impressive Spotify wrapped. I just listen to a lot of music because I'm trying to drown out screaming kids. Right. And the Jimmy E world that's stuck in your head. No, no. Like he's not even favorited on my Spotify. (laughs) It's not going to, it's not going to happen. Right. You can't force me to Jimmy. Is there there an unfavored button here somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So don't be, don't be worried about your playlist. You listen to what you listen to and you like what you like. And we're just out here. You know, just talking about what we like. And if you end up liking that too, that's fine. It's a little concerning that you don't like MXPX at all. I don't know what you listen to, but uh, it's a little concerning. Little, Just a little bit, but we'll let right, it show. And which, which MXPX were you listening to? Because uh, I can give you some other recommendations. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, there, there <clears> are <throat> bands, and you may like the band, but not every record is good. Right. Like so, I would some sometimes they just miss the mark. I would recommend if you want to go back and give uh, MXPX a second chance and listen to the, their stuff again. My personal favorite record that they've ever put out is called "Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo." That is the one that I would listen to if you want, in my opinion, uh, like uh, I guess I would say traditional classic MXPX. Like that's when I fell in love with the band was at the time that, that record came out. And if you want something a little more new school, the track Let It Ride is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I mean, we have to talk about your weird Final Fantasy X to <laughs> Final Fantasy Drive. So, so I was not a fan of Final Fantasy X 2. It wasn't that it was a bad game, but it was all about costumes, and that's not why I'm playing <laughs> Final Fantasy. All right. Not playing it for the dress up? No, I'm not playing it for the dresses, all right? No. So, so like, that's why I didn't like it. I'm sure it's a great game. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the track. I don't know. I prepped it. Like, it was, a, it was a horrible pick. I wouldn't listen to this track before the show. It's very traditional uh, Final Fantasy X, because I believe each Final Fantasy kind of has its own musical style. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I think Final Fantasy XV, they leaned more into, like, real music instead of more of the like orchestral piano stuff because uh, they had the like uh, Florence in the Machine track they covered Stand By Me. Yeah. Like that track literally plays in that game. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. While you're pushing the car too, it's real sad. It made me cry. Anyhow, uh, nothing wrong with that. Um, but it's, it's cool that you found a way to uh, listen to it because I know back in the day, especially around those times, it was hard to get video game soundtracks at all. And, and, 10 to that did, like there was no Spotify or Apple music, you know, I think Pandora was just becoming a thing. And even then it, it, the only thing paying for premium did was n- let you skip unlimited tracks. That was it. Right. You know, so it was cool that you managed to get that save point right there so that you could just listen to it whenever. That'll be something good to talk about in a future episode. It's going to be like um, video game, music 
they kind of like, you know, changed your life or stuck with I, you? I already got my number one. So yeah. Yeah. I, I can tell you right off the top of my head. What is it? It's the main theme from Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Okay. That's your number one all-time no, favorite. Number one soundtrack? of all time. Number one. Well, right. one, it was one of the first ones I could get my hands on. We had this small shop in Colorado Springs um, that would import CDs. Uh-huh. Uh, and they had they had that soundtrack there, and I paid $60 for it. Right? Dang. And, and this was back in the PS2 era, so imagine $60 back then. Uh-huh. And and I just played that track on repeat. On repeat. It was like seven minutes long. And I would just hit the repeat button on the on the Walkmans, if you will, and, and just let it loop. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, I ruined that segment for next episode. Oops. No, I, I like it. I was curious. I mean, we were on the subject. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. I'll have to think about which ones I really like. I know that. One that I, one that's always stuck with me was the opening song for Final Fantasy X. It was like the heavy metal kind of inspired song where the monsters are attacking the uh, the Blitzball like arena. Um, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've always liked that song. Um, that was like the first time I heard that. I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm getting all hyped for the battle, you know. And I, that was one that I went out of my way to look up and be like, what is this song? Can I like, can I find this and listen to it again? Like it was really cool. Yeah. Back then, Napster, the days of Napster and LimeWire. You never know really what you're downloading. It said Final Fantasy X song. Well. Uh, and a computer virus. Hooray. And, and a computer virus. Now I'm grounded. <laughs> well, that's uh, awesome, dude. Well, thank you. Thank you again for sending us the email. We appreciate it. Feel free to email again or hit us up on Twitter with other questions, anything like that. And once again, anybody else that wants to send in an email, it's the mhh podcast at gmail.com and tell us what you think tell us that our opinions are ridiculous and uh you know tell us how much you like jimmy eat world no one likes jimmy eat world dude stop trying to force everybody to like jimmy eat world nobody nobody does i'm on a mission dude i'm on a mission now hey the world is the world is full and nobody wants to eat jimmy all right sorry (laughs) sounds good Oh my gosh. Well, I am tapped out, dude. All right, man. Yeah, that's that's gonna be it. Uh, like you said, email us. I'd love to hear what some of your most anticipated games or music is. Uh, if you want to email in or or hit us up on the tweeter. Uh, I don't <laughs> think anybody's tweeted us yet. Uh, not yet. I don't know. Our most of our audience, according to some of our metrics, is is older like us. Um, so they may they may not tweet, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll we'll get there. Absolutely. And we appreciate everybody that has listened. So thank you guys so much. And we hope that you have a happy new year. We'll see you in uh, 2022. That's weird to say, but it's true. Yes. 2022. Just pronounced like 2020 also. 2020 also. 2022. That's weird. <laughs> see, see, I just, uh, it just blew your mind. You know who would have been able to come up with that? Me. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy. <laughs> And on that note, we'll we'll talk to you guys later. Peace.